0: My entitled Karen of a roommate keeps stealing all my food. So I decide to get some revenge by putting vegetables in everything that I make, frustrating her beyond end because she absolutely hates anything green. Here's what happened. So I live in a rented house with a single mother and her son. The single mother is 30 years old and her son is six years old. I had another person living with me, but they moved out and the mother moved in. I don't mind living with her and her kid. It's fine. And we kind of do our own thing. I spend a lot of of time at my boyfriend's place, or I'm just working. Our work schedules collide, so we really don't interact much, but when we do, it's fine. No issues there. I want to start with saying that she clearly struggles financially, but I don't think it's an excuse. I don't make lots of money either. However, I've noticed that my food would go missing, or portions would be taken from it. I assumed it was her kid, so I asked her if she could have him stop eating my food. I was calm about it, and she just said that she would. It didn't really upset me when it first started, It started getting annoying when I'd get home from work and expect to have a meal's worth of leftovers in the fridge only to see it then pick through or just straight up gone. I kept bringing it up and she actually started getting annoyed with me for bringing it up so often. Just from observing them from afar, I realized that neither of them ever ate vegetables. And judging by food that would get picked through and the food that would be untouched, anything with green in it was avoided. Orange chicken would be gone, but chicken and broccoli would be untouched. So, to Get back at my roommate and her kid for eating my food all the time, I decided to start putting vegetables in everything. I personally find vegetables to be delicious, and anything green or not a potato does not get eaten. So I could mix some bell peppers into the food and it would be fine. I make a big portion of vegetables pretty frequently, anyways. So I just started putting it in everything that I eat. If I had leftover mashed potatoes, I would pour some green beans in and then mix it up. If I had leftover cheesy bacon fries, I'd pour broccoli all. All over it and then mix it up as well. Usually, my homemade stuff has broccoli in it, but I started making sure that everything did. I made a pot of mac and cheese, which is this stupid kid's favorite meal, by the way, and I poured in roasted Brussels sprouts, which is actually delicious to me, and I'm eating more vegetables, so it's kind of a win win. She had been annoyed, but we were all home when I made the pot of mac and cheese. She was in the living room and saw me getting out the Brussels sprouts, and she was like, What are you going to do with that? And then I poured it into the pot. And that's when she finally said what I was waiting for. She said, you're being greedy and really annoying. I just said to her, well, I like Brussels sprouts. And that was it. She said to me, we need food. And I told her, well, you should probably go get some or stop buying only prepackaged things and your money will probably go farther. I think she sees this as some kind of big act of revenge, but I simply just want to be able to eat my food without her or her stupid kid eating any of it. Also, I want to add that sharing is not an issue. The real issue is expecting to have food there and it not being there. So often I would be gone for a long day and I would get home expecting to have a meal's worth of food just for it all to be picked away and gone in a flash. Or I wake up in a rush and I have my food ready to eat in the morning only to find out that it's gone again. So now I have to skip breakfast all because they wanted to be selfish. If she would simply text me sometimes and say, Hey, is it okay if we eat this food item in the fridge? I would know and know to make other their plans. I would stop for food or know I have to whip something up when I get home. Also, I think eating the last of someone else's food is crazy and rude. If someone makes a big pot of something and you ask for a serving, then that's one thing. But if someone made something and there is one serving left and you eat it without permission, then that, in my opinion, is incredibly evil. Honestly, this is such a funny way of getting revenge at your roommate. And let's be honest, this absolutely is revenge. She was clearly taking all of your food and either giving it to her kid or or at least using her kid as some kind of shield to try and block herself from any kind of guilt associated with this. And that is honestly so ridiculous. She was being super entitled about this as well. The second she saw those Brussels sprouts getting mixed in, she freaked out and said, oh wow, you're being rude and selfish. You're being so greedy and annoying. Like lady, if you want food of your own, then you should probably go to the store and get it yourself. Why am I, as your roommate, responsible for feeding you and your kid? Like this wouldn't be an issue if she would simply stop Stop stealing this person's food. So good for you for stuffing vegetables and everything that you enjoy. It clearly is working and getting a message across to this lady. And hopefully in the future, she will stop stealing food from you and will instead just buy her own stuff. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius? Check it out, link down below in the description. Am I the jerk for not canceling plans when my stepdaughter got sick? Here's what happened. So I've been with my husband John for five years now. He has a daughter by the name of Sarah and Sarah and I are very close, and she's gotten to be good friends with my sister's daughter by the name of Molly. Molly and Sarah are not their real names. There was a large festival type event in our town last weekend. Sarah is the one who originally saw the ad for the event a few weeks ago, and she got Molly excited about it, so the two of them asked if I would take them to see it. It looked like a lot of fun, so I told them that I would be happy to go with them. Well, Sarah came down with an illness while at her mom's house last weekend, and was still unwell the day of the festival so she stayed home with her mother. My niece still wanted to go, so we did, and we had a great time together. We got Sarah a few little presents, and we really did miss her, but I didn't see any reason for Molly to miss out. Sarah was back in school on Monday, and Molly had brought her gifts in to give to Sarah. Sarah had not realized that we had still attended without her and got very upset when Molly tried to tell her about the event. She said it was her idea and that we weren't supposed to go without her. She called her dad after school and told him that what we had done was unfair, and we basically stole her plans and had fun without her. Now, I understand the mentality of an 11 year old, but I was absolutely shocked that my husband came home and picked an argument with me about it. First off, he knew that Molly and I still went to the event, and he said nothing about it. And secondly, it is unfair that Sarah caught a bug, but Molly did nothing wrong, and I'm free to spend my time with my niece if I choose to. John insisted that I should prioritize Sarah's feelings, because stepmother is a chosen commitment that's great than niece, but I still don't see it that way in the slightest. I love them both, and sometimes life is just unfair. John has been very irritated with me all week, and now I'm beginning to wonder if it's valid the way that I'm thinking. So what do you think? Am I the jerk for not canceling plans when my stepdaughter got sick? First and foremost, Sarah is a child. Why is your husband playing to this child and basically giving in to her main character syndrome? Like, I'm sorry you got sick, but there's no reason not to go to the event and not try and enjoy ourselves. It's not like they went to the event in spite of Sarah. They went to try and enjoy themselves and have a good time. And they brought gifts back as some kind of way of saying, hey, I'm sorry you got sick, but here's some gifts to try and make up for it. And if you want to try and make it up, just go to a new trip or something. Go find another event that this stepdaughter might enjoy and then plan on going there and make sure she doesn't get sick. Like, honestly, it sounds like the husband is really enabling this bratty behavior because legitimately the world does not revolve around you. And that's a very powerful life lesson that this kid clearly needs to learn. It's not okay to get really upset when other people do stuff that you planned on doing, but couldn't do because you got sick. So no, I don't think you're the jerk at all. I think there's nothing wrong with you going on this trip, and I think the way that your stepdaughter is acting is incredibly bratty. Am I the jerk for not letting my husband's sister come to the lake this year? All because she drinks too much and ends up in the ER if she's not careful. Here's what happened. My husband's job means that 4th of July is one of the busiest days of the year, so we've Developed a bit of a tradition where we invite a bunch of family and friends to our lake house the weekend after the 4th. Eventually though, this has swelled up to be about 30 people. A lot of our friends use it as an excuse to leave their kids behind for a weekend and there's a lot of partying involved. For the past 2 years, my sister-in-law's behavior has been a major issue at these events. She completely loses control when drinking. I don't think I can list the things that have happened here, but one such instance involved a very scary trip to the ER. My husband and I have had So many talks that she needs treatment But she and his parents are in denial After last year We told her that she can only come to the lake house If she promises to remain sober Over the weekend She threw a fit about it We stood firm But the topic was dropped Yesterday my husband called her to remind her of what we had said And she absolutely lost her mind She thinks I'm trying to ban her Because I don't like her Honestly though I really do like her At least when she's not drinking that is My husband said that he will be sober over the weekend too, because he knows it can be hard to be the only person not drinking. But she didn't budge. Eventually, he said if she can't commit to not drinking, then she can't come. Now, her aunt and cousin have gotten involved. They messaged me and said to let her come along, and they'll watch her the whole weekend to make sure that she's okay. But I said no dice. When they started trying to say I was bullying her, this is a 30-year-old woman too, by the way, and that she's had such a hard time recently, and she can't be the only one in the family not invited, it would break her heart, I said to them, she is invited. She just can't be drinking because it's not safe. They said that's not fair to her. And if she can't drink, then no one should be. And I said no. But if they wanted to plan a sober weekend next month, that might actually be a good idea. They brushed off the idea because they're not actually interested in a sober weekend. Now my husband's parents are getting involved and it's turning into this huge drama. We are all set up to start arriving tonight and all of this is going on. So are we the jerk for refusing to let my husband's sister come to our lake this year if she's gonna be drinking. No, you are not the jerk in the slightest. Your sister has a problem. She takes things too far, and it only adds up for problems for you and your husband. And by the way, this is your lake house, so guess what? Your rules go above anybody else. And it's also really funny that you're the one getting the blunt end of everybody's judgment. Like, this is a joint decision, so your husband, in my opinion, needs to make it very clear with his family that he's just as much involved in this decision as you are. It is completely unacceptable and so rude that the entire family is trying to blame you and hassle only you about it. And also, what is this weird mentality of oh, if she can't drink, no one should be able to. I'm sorry, but no one else has gone to the ER as well as had other sketchy things happen because they get drunk. It kind of seems like it's only the sister that's been able to do that. So that in and of itself is more than enough reason for these people to be like, no, you're not drinking if you're going to show up. So no, you and your husband are not the jerks. You did not do anything wrong, and if anything, your extended family are absolutely jerks for trying to enable this sister into drinking more and possibly ending up in the ER once again. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then, get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. An entitled jerk keeps running over my traffic cones at my work site, so I decide to get some revenge by filling up one of the traffic cones with cement just to leave for him to run over and then damage his car. Here's what happened. So to start things out, I work on trees, and sometimes I have to do blocks and blocks of trees near the street, and when this happens, I put up all the correct signage, which is usually something along the lines of stating that there's men in the trees and a few lanes are going to be closed ahead. My crew works pretty fast and pretty safe. Well, every day when we would take lunch, we would sit under a tree eating our lunch. It's much faster and efficient for us to just leave the work zone up while we are eating. Well, one day this jerk decided it would be funny to start running over our cones in the taper. And that's the row of cones that starts from the curb and goes to an angle to try and Force people into one lane. This started on a Monday and every single day this jerk would try and come by and run over our cones and just straight up laugh at us while we are all sitting down taking our lunch. So one of us would have to walk a few blocks to go retrieve the cones and it basically messed up our lunch and our work zone. Well, come Wednesday, I had had enough. I went to my local hardware store and I bought a few 80 pound bags of quick cement and some really good spray foam. I took two of the cones home, filled the top two in of the cones with the foam and went and had a beer while it dried. Then I proceeded to mix up the quick cement into the cones and I let it sit overnight. The next morning I realized that I mixed it too wet and it would have to dry another day. And honestly I was kind of upset thinking that I would miss my revenge. But sure enough this jerk came back. So Friday I take the cones to work and I set up the work zone. The first two cones are normal and then the two concrete filled cones are next. Lunchtime comes around and this jerk drives by and the whole crew is watching. He notices this and gets going extra fast knowing that he has our attention. The first two cones go down just like normal and then he hits the first concrete cone. It dents his bumper pretty good, goes under the tire, then gets stuck in the wheel well but soon falls out about the time that he goes over the second cone. It hits his car, smashes up the bumper and he drives over it. He speeds off pretty quickly, most likely thinking what in the world just happened. He was in such a hurry he didn't notice his oil pan had also just got ripped off. So hopefully that guy enjoys his locked up engine. That is honestly pretty brave considering the fact that you probably could have been fired for doing that. Like first and foremost, this guy should not have been running over your cones. That is seriously so dangerous and that guy really could have hurt somebody. But also the fact that you filled one of them up with cement and put it out there thinking, okay, let's do this. Like that guy could have really gotten hurt or it could have gotten you guys hurt. So while I don't think that was a good idea and I definitely don't condone that kind of action. It is really funny the fact that this guy got put in his place in a serious way. I mean, this guy was being super dangerous. Running over cones at a work site? That is seriously not okay. Like, those cones are there to protect the workers. And guess what? They have every right to sit there and eat their lunch just as much as you do. So good for you for getting revenge, even if what you did is a little bit sketchy. And I'm sure this is a lesson that guy will not soon forget. Am I the jerk for canceling my daughter's 16th birthday party after warning her about the way she acted almost a year ago at her previous birthday party. Here's what happened. For my daughter's 15th birthday, my spouse and I paid for her to take some of her friends out to a restaurant for dinner. During this dinner and party, my daughter got into an argument with one of her friends. Apparently, my daughter was upset that this friend gave her a cheap gift and bought it from a thrift store. According to her best friend, who told us about what had happened, my daughter seemed to like the gift at first and asked her friend where she bought it from. When the girl admitted that it was from a thrift store, that is when my daughter lost it and called her all kinds of names like cheap beggar and all this other stuff now it is well known that this friend's family is not well off but I know that she is a sweet girl who did her very best to get my daughter a gift with her meager allowance my spouse and I confronted our daughter about it and she admitted that she had insulted her friend she went on to insult her further by saying things like this is probably the only way she gets to eat at a restaurant so she should be grateful and give a decent gift now I don't know where my daughter learned such entitlement, but she did not learn it from home. Even her best friend was uncomfortable by her behavior. We immediately took away all of her gifts and donated them. We also told her that unless she apologizes to this girl in front of everyone who was present at the party, we will not be sponsoring any more of her birthdays. My daughter never apologized, and over time, the girl drifted apart from the friend group. Fast forward, and my daughter's 16th birthday is coming up next month, and she has started talking about what kind of party she wants. I reminded her of our promise that we would not fund any more birthday parties until she apologized for her behavior at her previous party. My daughter is saying that it's been a year and the girl is no longer her friend anyways. She said her best friend is getting a sweet 16 party, which is not a thing in my culture, and how will it look if she doesn't get one as well? But we told her that she still has a month to apologize, but she is not planning to do it because she thinks that we'll cave. My in-laws are now offering to pay for her party, but we have forbidden them from doing that, My daughter and both sets of grandparents are telling us that we are both being too harsh and we are ruining her social life. So what do you think? Are we being the jerk for deciding not to have a birthday party after the way my daughter acted at her last one? What should we do? I do not blame you in the slightest for not having a birthday party. Your daughter was being incredibly entitled. The fact that she would act that way and basically talk down to her friend or at least former friend in this case and mock her for getting something from a thrift store is honestly ridiculous. There is no reason for that. And if anything, she absolutely should apologize. This is unacceptable behavior. You don't treat people like that and expect to get away with it. And honestly, you are good parents by teaching this lesson to your daughter. She needs to learn that you need to respect those around you. You need to be grateful for the gifts that you do receive and you shouldn't talk down to somebody and call them cheap or a beggar just because they didn't get you a gift that was expensive. That would be an awful precedent to set up for them later in life. And honestly, it's just so rude overall and when it comes to the in-laws saying that they'll pay for her sweet 16 they need to stay out of this business completely. I would personally tell them to buzz off and not get involved in anything like this ever again because that's seriously inappropriate and they're overstepping their lines as just in-laws. So good for you for sticking to your morals as a couple and saying to your daughter no, you need to either apologize or no parties are going to get sponsored by us because in my opinion that is absolutely the right thing to do. A table of three walks out on their table tab, but one of them forgets their purse. So as a result, we decided to get some revenge, and we get them back in a spectacular way. Here's what happened. I first off want to say that this was a wild one today, and I feel obligated to share this with the internet. I work in a casual corporate sit-down restaurant. There was a table of three young women today, a mom and two daughters, I believe, seated in the bar area today for lunch. Immediately, our bartender waiting on them, commented about their bad attitude, excessive questions and requests, and all around just making this a miserable experience for everybody. You all know the kind of table that I'm talking about. Fast forward 45 minutes or so, and they have left without paying their $80 check. Now she's upset, and it's just the kind of kick in the pants to all of us because it honestly happens far too often at our location. So five minutes later, as she is cleaning the table, right then she has her retribution. She finds a small purse and returns it to the manager. Now this is where things get really interesting. The bartender and manager immediately begin tearing through the purse like wild dogs, as if they had just found a fresh carcass. I suppose the justification is to look for some sort of ID, which is fair enough, but they didn't find that. There was a bank envelope with $120, of which they took 80 to pay for the check and returned the rest into the envelope. The bartender also found a bag full of the herb, if you know what I mean, and they just took that as their tip. Now, of course, the young thieving Dine and Dasher needs to reclaim her purse, so she returns within the hour. She asks to speak with a manager who returns her purse minus the cash for their check, as well as her precious herb that was in a bag. He greets her by saying, so you walked out on your check, right? She proceeds to complain about the service and all this other stuff. He informs her that we settled her check with a cash from her purse. And to her protest, he responds by saying, what did you think was gonna happen? Eventually, she leaves. But here's where things become even more slightly interesting. Within a couple of minutes, which is about the time it took to get to the car, discover that her pre- Precious herb is missing, the three return in force and demand to speak to the manager again. They claim that something else was missing from her purse. He says to her, well, I don't know what to tell you, and they threaten to call the police. Yes, they wanted to report their missing illegal herb. You probably know what I'm referring to at this point. But eventually, they thought better of it as the manager continued to stonewall them and they left in a huff. Now, perhaps this was not the most ethical way of handling the situation, but boy, was it satisfying. It almost made it all worth it to see some semblance of at least some justice served. And also, it's a nice way to know that they'll never be returning anytime soon. That is honestly the funniest thing I've heard all day. Not only do they take money out of their purse to pay for all of the stuff that they didn't pay for, but they also took their extra oregano that they bought at the store as a weird kind of tip for the bartender. I mean, honestly, everybody in the story has questionable values. I mean, if I was in their shoes and I wanted to be really petty to the people that just dined and dashed, and I saw that item in their purse, I wouldn't take it out as a tip. I would instead call the police and be like, hey, someone ran out on their check and when we found their purse, they had this in their purse. And then I would have happily let them get in trouble for having that in the first place. But either way, good for you for getting revenge, even if that revenge was kind of sketchy in the first place. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like. Like, Am I the Jerk? You're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.